Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, we're recording. Recording, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose, a Patreon-exclusive episode of Two Black Girls. Yes. Where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating, love, and relationships from popular television. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And for today's Bachelor in Paradise recap, we've invited some special guests to help us make sense of this pick-me mentality that we are seeing a lot this season that has been frustrating the hell out of us um just watching these beautiful young ladies on the beach just like struggling with this so please welcome to the show the host of the dateable podcast a podcast digging into why we date the way we do talking to real daters and experts to bring understanding to modern dating julie and ua Welcome, Woo! guys. Thanks so for having us. We have so here. much pent up frustration. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you're in the right place then. Let's let's try and make sense of this, what we're watching. Um, so from, from your perspective, you guys talk a lot to real daters. You guys talk a lot to experts on your podcast. What is this pick me girl? Can you like just take us back, even define what is a pick me girl? What are we seeing here on this paradise? She is cat. She is just cat. I mean, seriously, (laughs) I I know how you two feel about cat, and I (laughs) I feel like generally we know how everybody feels about cat. It's Mm -hmm. the feeling of like, well, you know, I'm I only I want to be with someone who just picks me, and I want to like I don't know how I feel about this person, but what really matters is that they Mm -hmm. like me back, and the minute that they show interest less interest in me or they're showing they're not really picking me i'm out i'm out Mm. the door like no i need to be with someone who picks me Mm. and it's it's a wild kind of mentality because on one hand you're you feel like you're empowered somehow (laughs) like she she comes off like she's very empowered on the show like Mm -hmm. yeah i need someone who's gonna say hell yeah to me but on the mm-hmm. other hand, she doesn't realize she's relinquishing her control to someone else. Like she right. hasn't even expressed her own interest in these men. And all of a sudden she wants someone because she you know, wants them to pick her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is inherently wrong with wanting somebody to pick you? It comes down to that you're getting out of the choosing site. There's nothing inherently wrong with 
wanting someone to pick you like we all want to be chosen right Right. Mm -hmm. but when it becomes that that's like at the forefront and you Mm -hmm. don't even take a step back to say do I like this person Mm -hmm. I just want to move forward I don't care who Mm -hmm. the person is in theory and I mean clearly (laughs) Bachelor in Paradise like if they don't get chosen they're leaving so that's like the most extreme scenario but (laughs) in dating too like we see this all the time it's like I need to get to the third date there's like this arbitrary marker and milestone that it's almost mm. like, I don't even care if I like this person. I'm just like proving to myself mm-hmm. that I can do it. That's when yeah. it becomes problem. Okay. Okay. So it's like the rat race. Yeah. Of pick yep. me. Yeah. Interesting. So that's how you guys would describe the kind of pick me mentality is like racing towards whatever finish line you set, whether it's the fir- the third date or boyfriend or marriage or whatever. That's how you guys would describe it. Yeah, it's like you lose track of what's important. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like, again, like you, of course, want to choose someone that chooses you. Like, that's inevitable. That's like at the baseline. Right. You're like taking yourself out of this choosing mentality because Mm. you're not saying like, if this person isn't right for me, I'm going to step away. Mm -hmm. You're just fully moving ahead because you just want to get chosen so much. Mm -hmm. It's the pageant mentality. You know, it's Mm -hmm. the... Pick me yeah. to be the winner. I want to win, win this. Okay. But it's like, okay. what are you winning? <laughs> <laughs> right. mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Do you think it has anything to do with women's? Because the way that I've known pick me girls growing up through college and everything is a girl who is uh, wanting to look like the best type of wife in a very like almost 1950s era way mm. of uh kind of portraying herself right a pick me girl is a girl who gets on one of these microphones and says that you should not dance to sexy red Hmm. Mm. that's what i've known a pick me girl as like you know she's wearing she's modest she is uh smart she works but not too hard she cooks really well she cleans she picks up the kids that's how i've always like known a pick me girl but in you guys experience on your podcast you guys don't know i don't think it's limited to just that like it Mm. could be that i don't even think it's limited to just women i think it's everyone like i think you think men have it too really for sure wow we all have a little pick me in all of us (laughs) yeah that's why i was asking like what's what's wrong with wanting to be chosen you know what i mean Right. I I mean, like Julie said, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be chosen. It's like, do Mm -hmm. you lose yourself in the process? Mm -hmm. Are you just trying to get to the next milestone without actually checking in with yourself to see if you like this person or not? This is what we see in app culture dating. It's like, I want as many matches as possible. Uh, I want all these conversations to turn into dates. And then you ask, like, how many of the thousands of people you're talking to, how many do you actually want to go on a date with? Mm -hmm. People Mm -hmm. don't go inward they're like very much about that external validation mm-hmm. 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 I think, justine though there is something about what you mentioned it's like this this girl this is the stereotypical pick me girl it's like yeah i'm not like yeah. the other women I'm like i'm different girls. kind of yeah. thing and i mean okay. that's the yep. mentality that like if you look up on like pick me in urban dictionary I think that's the <clears> definition <throat> you get that's the only one i know yeah yeah but i think i really do think it extends way deeper and further that than is that. so that's yeah. crazy mm. and i guess on on obviously in a situation where you have you literally have to get chosen to stay on the show and <laughs> right. do whatever you need right. to do <laughs> but i think that's why watching bachelor in paradise this season has been so frustrating because we have 
Rachel and Kat. Rachel, former bachelorette. This is absurd. Yeah. <laughs> she is out here just uh, shucking and jiving for these roses for whoever. Um, <laughs> and just relinquishing their power completely. Kat, with these girl boss platitudes that she spits out, oh, are her confessionals. so strange to me. <laughs> they are so odd. But how is it that these two women who... I mean, Rachel's not claiming as much of like, I'm a former bachelorette. What the hell are y'all doing? But that's what we think watching it. And Mm -hmm. then Kat, who is claiming very much like girl boss energy. She Mm -hmm. definitely seems like I'm a boss bitch. She definitely would wear the t-shirt, right? Mm -hmm. How is it that they are giving up their power immediately when they get to this beach? Is it just the game of it all? Or do you think they they really do this in their real life? Mm. If you think about it, what Bachelor in Paradise simulates is actual dating. But the only difference is you see what your person, who else they're dating. The competition. (laughs) Yeah, right. You see it, right? right? right. But in real life, this happens. You have a great date with someone. And the next day, they could go on a great date with someone else. It's just Mm -hmm. in real life, we Mm -hmm. don't see that. So we don't get us. I'm going to use the word insecure because I would be insecure if I saw someone I had a great connection with go on a great date with someone else. So I think this show should be renamed insecurity paradise because it literally (laughs) brings up all of your insecurities and i think for these powerful confident or seemingly confident women Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're you are going to become insecure when these when all of your insecurities are basically excavated in front of you like here here's everything that's going to make you insecure and it's Mm -hmm. on national television Mm-hmm. But even in real life, though, we see this all the time that the most powerful, like, boss mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. it completely goes to the wayside in dating. Like, who you are mm-hmm. yeah. in yeah. work in that environment is not necessarily reflective of who you are in dating. It could be. But there's mm-hmm. so many people that, like, it's such a – it's always a shock to me, like, when I hear this person, like, bending over backwards and doing whatever they can to get liked. And I'm like, that is not yeah. the person I know. Like, why are they doing in da- this in dating? Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, like, dating, there's a lot that's personal about it. It's, like, at the core mm-hmm. of it, like, we're asking someone to choose us and to love us. To like us mm-hmm. as we are. Yeah. 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 And it's, like, if you get rejected, of course that's going to sting. There's no yeah. way around that fully. Like, but that being said, like, you don't want to just fall into this mentality that you just want anyone and everyone to pick you. Yeah. Right. Is the pick me, is this tied at all to, like, maturity? Like, is this something that we, with life yeah. experience, kind of age out of? Is it because the women we see on Paradise are so young? <laughs> or is this something <laughs> that like, kind no. of... <laughs> <laughs> or are we all struggling with this even still in our 30s? Like... Sometimes I wonder when I watch Paradise because they're a lot younger than us. Then I'm like, is it is it a maturity thing or, you know, what do you guys think? I I sure hope so. But I definitely (laughs) feel just even an ounce of this popping up in me sometimes. You know, I think just Mm -hmm. when a guy says, oh, um, I haven't been in a relationship in years and, you know, you make me feel something different like that somehow makes me feel like. I'm going to fall in love with this person, even though Mm -hmm. I I don't even know how I feel about this person Mm -hmm. yet. It's Mm -hmm. still that like, oh, I'm different. He's Mm -hmm. picked me. He's picked me to be in a relationship with. So I still feel some of that coming up. But I do know that with age, I am aging out of the whole like, I don't even want to be in the game. Like, I don't want to be in the lineup. (laughs) You know, (laughs) If it were me on Bachelor in Paradise, I'm like, I'm out. Day two. Bye, guys. Like, 
no need to pick me. (laughs) I'm leaving here. Yeah, just give me my margarita. I'm going. I mean, I think it really comes down to have you done the self work too. Like, if you don't, you just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Like, you can be whatever age and it doesn't change. I think the part that's like the benefit of age is that you have that opportunity to learn. Mm Like, mm-hmm. I definitely remember, like, very much in my 20s, like, trying to, like, mold myself into the type of mm-hmm. person that I was dating so they could, right. like, pick me. And then mm. I got to a point that I'm like, this is not what I want in life. And right. I want to be with someone that likes me for who I am and who cares if I go on 100 dates. I only need one person if I'm monogamous. Mm-hmm. But that takes yeah. time to get there. And not mm-hmm. – yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's a good point. That reminds me. I've shared on the podcast my first date with my husband. My attitude when I walked in was very. I I would say at that point in dating, I was so jaded. I was like, "Here I go again. I'm on another first date. Like here we fucking go." And I had just like broken things off with the last guy the week before, and my energy was very much like, "I'm Natasha. What's your name? Where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Okay, that's cool. Job what next?" Vibes. Yeah. very job interview and he confirmed it too he was like you were very like just direct like we got to get through it but i think it was it was a bit of life experience it was years and years of dating it was like a tiredness of like here i'm here i am again and it was very much a it maybe didn't come off the greatest but it was a confidence where it was like i know i'm the shit yeah i you can choose me or not but i'm definitely here to choose mm-hmm. you and i think that came with being burned so many times and kind of developing uh a harder exterior but also just like a confidence like yeah. you know i am the shit so are you up to par or not nah? <laughs> that is so important for people to hear and i need to remind mm-hmm. myself of that natasha the difference what you how you were speaking there then the people on Bachelor in Paradise is that Mm -hmm. you are also actively choosing that person and Mm -hmm. letting them know. I think what Mm -hmm. happens on the show and in real life dating is that we want to be chosen, but we don't, we don't let the other person know that we're choosing them too. And that's why they go on, they choose, they accept the date cards and Mm -hmm. they explore other connections because they're also like, well, I don't know who you haven't chosen me. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go find someone too. Right. So that's Mm -hmm. important to be like, I'm on the state with you because I choose to be here with you and I choose mm-hmm. to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That gets lost yeah. <laughs> real easy yeah. in dating. You forget it real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My heart did go out to Olivia though when I was watching. Yes. Just like, yeah. I feel yeah. like that was like me in my 20s. And I'm like, ugh, like that. Like, to me, <laughs> to mm-hmm. me though, and I don't know if you guys also felt this way. To me, she looked like the most secure because she was so open with her feelings. She was like, listen, I liked you. Yes. So what, no. what's going on here? I liked you. I said I was going to be behind the scenes waiting for you. She was honest the whole time. Mm-hmm. All these other girls are incredibly dishonest with the way that they move. And mm-hmm. I think that is a huge uh, quality of being insecure, I think. I did like that she was transparent. I think that is really important. And having the mm-hmm. confidence to be like, I'm here for you. I want to be with you. Where I think mm-hmm. she came off as maybe pick me a little is that mm. I'll wait for you. And I, granted, I understand, like, mm. she can't leave the island. She's, like, she <laughs> like she's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to leave. But, like, this, like, I'm here. I'm waiting. Like, you, yeah. like, you know, like, it's this mentality. And we see this with dating, too. It's, like, you have to know, too, when to pull the cord. When someone is, like, clearly dating around or doesn't want to be with you, just, mm-hmm. like, waiting for them is a recipe for failure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. she is. 
the sad part is she went through this already in the beginning yeah. of the season. That's right. And, yeah. Right? And Will. Mm-hmm. With yeah. Will. And so then now she's like experiencing it again. And it's not a great feeling. But I uh, I also understand she's like, yes, I do like you. But I, I want to shake her and be like, isn't this giving you some information about John Henry? Right. That's right. not that great. Like yeah. the fact that any girl could come in and just like be really aggressive with him and he's like okay yeah. <laughs> sure mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, th- I I would hope that in her eyes it makes him less attractive mm-hmm. right and then that she can move on but mm-hmm. I also yeah. understand that she's like she's been through it already so it's gotta be mm-hmm. tough yeah she knows a lot more about Kat than she does about uh, John Henry that yeah. is so true well that's another so. piece too it's like the focus is all off like it's all about yeah. her and like how yeah. she's this terrible person and maybe she mm-hmm. is but like who cares like you're not dating that person <laughs> right you're not dating right. that yeah. right. yes. and he mm-hmm. just has like this hall pass like he can do no wrong and I think people people and this is in dating too like outside of reality TV it's like people treat you how you allow them to treat you true mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. she lets him treat her like a doormat and that's mm. what he did he found someone that like felt more challenging to him mm. and he was mm-hmm. like oh this person's gonna be here whether I choose them or not so I might as well like see who else is out there mm. I, I don't even think he's he's that I, I don't even think he thinks that way is I that think deep? he's just like a- <laughs> He's just a blob. Yeah, I don't think- he is <laughs> literally just a blob on the island. And like anybody can just mold him into whatever yeah. they want him to be. He has like, to me, he has no conviction, no personality whatsoever. He's just like, yeah. he's just a good looking blob a good looking on, piece of- on yeah. the island. But I'm curious what you all three think of this. This happens every season on Bachelor in Paradise. It's like you almost need to date around to have a point of comparison and yeah. then some of them do mm-hmm. go back to their original person. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. almost need to have that experience mm-hmm. first to know mm-hmm. that this connection yeah. is real. I mm-hmm. don't know if you all believe that too, and like in real life dating. Mm. Oh, that's a great question. Cause yeah. I do have friends who have gotten with their like first love yeah. ever in life. They're settled down, they sit down, they're done. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I'm ready, I'm done, it's over. Even my mom has friends who I've been married 30, 40 years. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively negatively. Therapy 
is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r first boyfriend out of sixth grade and that's who they got with Mm -hmm. um i think though it depends on your upbringing and where you're from like i'll just say from an all-girls school growing up in an all-girls school perspective i could never have done that just because I didn't know enough about me around men mm. <laughs> to right. like trust that that decision was smart, that I could be like, oh, yeah, the first guy in college, yeah, I'll just go yeah. with him. Yeah. I right. did not trust myself <laughs> enough for that. Mm-hmm. But I think it just depends on on your upbringing, I would say. Mm. It also goes back to the fact that like in real life dating, you're not seeing this, right? So like this is right. normorable to like this... date around. And mm-hmm. there's, you can't really yeah, fault right. someone for doing this. Like my partner, like when we first met, he like said that he went on another date like right after me and mm. was like made it so much more clear, like our connection mm-hmm. because of the contrast yeah. mm-hmm. too. And mm-hmm. I can't be upset about that. It's like an early dating, like the first time you meet someone, of course you're going to be dating other people. Like that's mm-hmm. so standard this time, like this day and mm-hmm. age. But mm-hmm. here yeah. it feels like they are doing something wrong and they need to be like instantly <laughs> committed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree, Julie. I think there's nothing wrong with learning. You're really just kind of learning yeah. through each date. And I think your experience with your partner is very common. And that next person mm-hmm. just prove to them even more that oh no i connect with that girl more but how could they have mm-hmm. known that if they didn't have a point of comparison so right mm-hmm. yeah i definitely don't see anything yeah. wrong mm-hmm. should i tell the story we yes you should you're questioning it that we want Go to for I, am. It. <laughs> I am answer is yes this, natasha, this has to do with you so oh I damn okay <laughs> famously on natasha's third date with nate on new year's mm-hmm. um and uh, Nate at one point was like, just me and Natasha had gone to the bathroom or something. And we were talking and he was like, oh, yeah, I listened to your podcast. I was like, really? That's crazy. He was like, yeah, I just heard that she broke it off with some other guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, she did. The She's week out before. here a hot commodity. Okay. <laughs> and Natasha had on a snakeskin tank top dress. She was all tight and cute. I was like, uh-huh. yeah, that's true. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it um, it almost kind of like not helps, but I think to speak to kind of what Julie was saying, it kind of helps that you're like, it's a signal that you're attractive to others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so people yes. like to see it maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just reminded me of that story. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> 
shout out is pretty funny. <laughs> I know. It's like the things you say on your podcast. <laughs> yeah. I know. Comes yeah, back I later. Know. Listen to this. <laughs> You're right. Oh, this you tuned in. Job. Nobody's listening. Who's <laughs> hearing this right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, um, yeah, I think it's... Um, what was I going to say? I think on, on Paradise, I think the issue is they're doing it in front of each other. But I, I agree, Julie, this is dating. Like, there's nothing yeah. wrong with any of this. It's just here, there's a there's a competition to it. You're doing it in front of everyone. Like, you know, if Nate had saw me with that guy before, oh like God. how different he might have felt about yes, me yes. in the moment. Yes. He's like, oh, she's a hot commodity. I'm down. But yes. if, yeah, it might have been like, eh, she's not for me. Da, 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 you know, so right. it's right. that that's the difference with Paradise is there. You know, you don't see this. <laughs> like you want you. You know mm-hmm. your partner's been with other people in the past. Right, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, There's right. A difference in theory. Knowing and seeing, seeing. like seeing, seeing it. You can't yeah. unsee it. Yeah. I think the real problem, too, is like, again, that you have to pick someone on the show, right? Like, that yeah. is the core right. of it. Like, if you were dating and you realized someone else was dating around all these other people, like, you can say, okay, I don't want to be in that situation. I want to go find someone else that's not going to be doing that but here mm-hmm. it's like you can't one walk away and then two mm-hmm. everyone else is doing that too so mm-hmm. it's just like set up for that perpetual feeling of you know everyone is looking for what's better and wants to be chosen mm-hmm. yeah. yeah another question i had um which we see a lot on not even just paradise but just in the bachelor in general is Sometimes you see like a very clear personality mismatch. We even see it with John Henry and Kat. Like they seem like totally different people. (laughs) And it's so obvious. Like this is just a mismatch. I think last episode too, Tanner broke up with Kat and said, our personalities are just very different. Um, On The Bachelor, you see it a lot, but then you see girls um sticking it out for many reasons they probably want to you know make it to paradise they want to get social media fame or whatever um when there's clearly no connection on golden bachelor which was really interesting we saw one of the women nancy she left on her own accord Mm -hmm. because she's like you don't really not that you don't like me but i'm clearly not in your top so she kind of took that power and was like i'm just gonna leave when we see, I guess if I relate back to, to dating in real life, when there's like a very clear personality mismatch, but you see your friend or whoever just like still trying to make it work, trying to make it work. What is that too? Like why is it just, again, the pick me thing is still blinding us and we just want to be chosen? Or when you see it so clearly obvious, but you'd still try to like chip away and make this thing work. What is that? Ooh. One of the great things that we age out of, thank goodness, I really (laughs) Mm. think you age out of this, but Kat, again, great example. If you watch her in earlier episodes of the season, she's Mm -hmm. a completely different Kat. Even the Mm -hmm. women were like, whoa, Kat's different. She's Mm -hmm. cool. She's nice. Mm -hmm. Because she was molding, she was presenting herself earlier on like, I'm different. You know, I'm, I'm so like mature. And then her true personality comes out once she's tested. Her ego's tested. Her pride is tested. Yeah, I think this happens in dating as well. When you're, when you're still haven't done the self-work, you mold yourself to the person you're seeing to impress them or to be on the same level, to be a personality match. And eventually, okay. when your insecurities come out, 
that's when your true colors come out and that's when it becomes a mismatch. And mm -hmm. as a friend who's watching this happen, you just have to like sit back and be like, I know this is not going to work out. You know, <laughs> there's nothing you can say or do, but th that is what happens. It's like people mm -hmm. are, are chameleons in dating yeah, and they, the shape shifting. They just, yep. Exactly. Just to, just to impress the person they're dating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it mm -hmm. like, I a hundred percent agree with what UA said. I think there's so many reasons why people stay in these. Like it's, just like there's it's it's so deep where this comes from a big mm -hmm. part of it though is just like scarcity mindset and like maybe mm. they have like what's good on paper and mm -hmm. they, you're the, the the type of person you think you should end up with right so you mm -hmm. still hold mm -hmm. on to it even though yeah. deep down you know like this isn't really who i want to spend my life with and like we're mm -hmm. not going to really work so it's like the focus on the wrong things is mm -hmm. a big part of it too yeah but mm -hmm. just you know like the ability to choose like i think the example you brought up natasha in golden bachelor mm -hmm. like the fact that she chose herself and i'm not gonna wait around for this person where like clearly i'm not the one that's being chosen that goes mm -hmm. back to what we were earlier yeah. we were talking about earlier of like yeah you still want to be chosen by someone it's not like pick me just like gets rid of that completely right and she realized like that she wasn't in the top running because they weren't the right fit and by mm. doing that, she was choosing herself to to exit. Mm -hmm. mm. That's interesting because the if anyone has a scarcity mindset, you'd think it'd be like a seventy one year old. Right. <laughs> that, that, I think though that's the point though, Justine. Hear the scarcity mindset from everyone. It's truly a mindset. Everyone. Every yeah. Truly a mindset. Yeah. It's a mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that, like you can think there's so many better people out there for you, no matter what your age or whatever is going for you. Yeah. Yeah. This is why Bachelor in Paradise is so brilliant because it does somehow mirror reality. It's the, it's the, you get on the island and you see everyone paired off and that's like kind of in reality too. You're like, oh, everyone's, yeah. everyone's in a dating. couple yeah. now. Everyone's yeah. taken. All the good ones yeah. are taken. And then you never know who's going to come yeah. down those yeah. stairs. And yeah. that's in real life too. You never know who's <laughs> around the corner who can make you feel something again. Yeah. yeah. That's such a That's good parallel. True. I know. I not true. thought of paradise yeah. in that way, but it's so yeah, true. Me the only people left in this world are these people that are in front of you. Right. Yeah. You're like, oh, they're all paired <laughs> off. Great. I'm yeah. going to die alone on this island. Mm -hmm. And then it's yeah. like, ooh, who just came I, down the stairs? Right. Yep. Gaps is like the funniest thing to me because it's like, this abundance of choice gets in our way that there are too many options, yet we also feel like there's no options. Yes. Mm -hmm. Nobody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand like how that works. Like, how? That. Yeah. I feel like uh, society and people who maybe didn't date online previously probably still feel like it's a really big scarcity mindset. Yeah. And me and my friends talk about this a lot when we get with our partners and then our parents like them more than us because mm. they're just like, hold on, hold on for dear life. He went to college. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on to him. Hold on to that man. He's good. Hold on to him. Mm -hmm. Like I, I used to get that all the time with this guy, Julie, that when you were talking, it reminded me of a lot. He's like engineer, da da da, blah, da masters, da, da da. He was like awful, right? And they were cursing him the fuck out. He was awful. Good on oh paper. God, me and Natasha met yep. that day that he called me. Wow. Wait, wow. when? Anyway, remember that day that we met at McClune's Boathouse, and he called me, and you were like, "Why is he calling you?" Oh, I was like, "I yes. don't know. I'm gonna light him up when I get home." And I showed <laughs> in. I remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. 
I think um, a lot of people, especially like our moms, aunties, etc., they're still in that. Like, there's yeah. only so many yep. men left. <laughs> so true. Mm-hmm. Especially men. Mm. Like, there's this feeling of like there's no one good out there. We hear that. There's all no one the good. Time. Yeah. There's no one good. Mm-hmm. And like, we actually mm-hmm. had a dating coach on our podcast, Evan Mark Katz. I don't know if you've heard of him. He was saying how mm-hmm. like for whatever reason like if you go to the mall like the reality is like only 10 percent of the people like you're probably gonna like find attractive and want to like potentially date but on Mm -hmm. dating apps like the odds are probably the same yet for whatever reason we think like everyone should be the perfect match for us it's like (laughs) yes given to us on a silver platter that we get like (laughs) discouraged when we don't see people that we think are like attractive or good for us to date but that's like Mm. not reflective of the real world at all no right it's just not true. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not yeah. True. It's just yeah, not it's true. not Amazon. Like it's not <laughs> right. gonna be like you know what I mean. It's not gonna show you your best fit for what you're searched. Like it's just yeah. showing people what you're Yeah, yeah. yeah. like ten percent of people though is a lot of freaking people. When That's a lot of people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I just want to know for our last question: tips for real daters on how to not fall into the pick me mentality. Mm. if you guys have any i mean you guys dropped some gems today yeah. <laughs> if you have any any extras closing thoughts <laughs> yeah i mean just taking a page out of golden bachelor it's like it's not um people think i'm either gonna be single or i need to be with this person who i went on a date with like it's one or the other but you mm. also have a third choice which is being alone being alone yeah. and being single are different would i rather be alone with myself than be with this person i think that's like yeah. the ultimate question we need to answer after a date mm. it, are you choosing this person over yourself or are you choosing yeah. yourself over this person and i can mm-hmm. tell you like 90% of the dates i've been on if i were to look back and really ask myself that question i would have just rather been with myself <laughs> than yeah. with them mm-hmm. but when right. you're in that pick me mentality you're like no 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 that was it's still an opportunity there's a chance please pick mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. it's what's some yourself, of the yeah oh sorry sorry julie go ahead yeah. oh yeah i think the other piece too it's like it's picking yourself first and foremost but also if you're with there's like always an opportunity cost of being with the wrong person too we forget that Oof. Yes. like if we say Oof. that we're gonna be with you know x person that looks mm-hmm. good on paper but treats you like shit and they're not like mm-hmm. the type of person you want to end up with what mm-hmm. about all the other people you could be meeting in that time yeah. like, yeah. you can't be with, find the mm-hmm. right person if you're with the wrong person there's no way nice that's a good one yeah, yeah. I think at the forefront, yeah. it needs to be like, do I like this person? Like, that needs to be the question. Yeah, that's really <laughs> it. Plain yeah. as that's simple. really oh, it. Yeah. Because the reason they're treating you bad is because they don't like you. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do like, I like being they don't like treated you. this way? No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I appreciate what you said, UA. Um, just the thought of, like, being being alone being single, sitting with yourself, not being in a relationship, like that is a viable possibility that could be a very happy, like mm-hmm. <laughs> great possibility. Yeah. yeah. And I think we often think of it as like, no, like there's just not enough conversation around that being a possibility and a choice mm-hmm. and that you can be mm-hmm. happy in that. And I'm not saying you're choosing that to die alone forever. You could still want the desire to be with somebody else or to be with somebody. Um, but there is there could be a lot of possibility and health and happiness in just choosing to be alone as well. 
Um, yeah. And Julie and I talk about this a lot. Like we need to stop thinking about single as a layover to relationships. Yeah. Single mm. is also a state of being just like mm-hmm. relationships are a state of mm-hmm. being. It's, yes. mm-hmm. it's not a passing phase. Like every, every place you're at in life, you're meant to be there. So if yeah. you're single, it's not like, oh, I'm single, and but I, I'm trying to change my status. It's like, yeah. enjoy being single. There's so many mm-hmm. privileges to being single yeah. because you're not going to be single forever. And then, yep. you know, really you take advantage of that time. Well, yeah, we yeah. don't. It's like a, a stage of life, too. Like, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. you're going to be single forever. Like, that is right. a big piece yeah. that we forget. It's yeah. like, I think this is like the last man on earth when we're like on a date. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. No, if you pass on this person, even if you're alone for a little, like you'll find someone else eventually. Temporary. If that's what you want. All temporary. Yeah. If that's what Mm -hmm. you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. Well, Julian Yue, this was great. You dropped a lot of gems. You helped us think of paradise a little differently as well. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Yue. That was great. Uh, Seriously. Thank you so much for coming on. Please tell our listeners where they can find you, what's happening over on Datable. Um, Yeah, all the things. Uh, we have all the things. So uh, we are on um, all the podcasting platforms. You can find us on our website, datablepodcast.com. You can find us through social media at datablepodcast is our handle. And we also do a weekly brunch talk, which we answer people's burning dating questions. So they can send in questions and we'll answer them in the order that they come in, or if they leave us a rating and review, we push the questions up to the top of the queue and answer them right away. (laughs) Nice. Love that. You guys check out Datable and um, we hope to have you guys back maybe in another episode, another future. Help us make sense of some other stuff that comes up on our shows. (laughs) Maybe Love Um, is Blind. Oh, yeah. We're here for that. (laughs) (laughs) Another another messy shit show. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. So let's dive into this episode, friends. That's a snippet of this week's episode. For the full episode and bonus episodes and videos, join our amazing community on Patreon at patreon.com backslash two black girls, one rose. See you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.